Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dot com today. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, I love the San Francisco Sheriff's Office countdown to kick off clock because it says we are four days, nine hours, 24 minutes, actually 23 minutes now, 59, 58, 56, 55, 54, 53. Seconds away from the kickoff of Sunday's big game between the Chiefs and the Dog, Niners. What are you doing? It's Super Bowl. Hit me with a real O, baby. Oh, I gotta save it. I gotta save it. I'll I gotta do double. It. I gotta oh! double. Oh, dang it! I already. Nah, it's it's terrible. Get the get the listeners in here to do that. I'm trying to save crack, my crack, voice. Crack. I'm trying to. Save. <laughs> it feels like my voice is gonna go out at any given moment. I've been hanging out by a thread over these last three weeks. But good morning to everybody out there. Big shout out to Pete's Coffee and Vanessa. What's happening? Thank you for sending us to the big game to Vegas. Thanks to Pete's Coffee. They were really cool yesterday. They sent us all the gear and all the mugs. I got my coffee this yeah, morning. The original Pete's. cup. The original yeah, cup. with my real cup. You like that? 1966 original from Berkeley, uh, the city of Berkeley, of course, where the first Pete's was built, the first coffee shop. But anyway, good morning to everybody out there. Get after graveyard shift. If you're at work, what is happening? If you're getting ready for work, what is happening? Super Bowl Sunday can't come soon enough. And. We're going to do a lot of fun things. we got Anthony Slater coming up at the 9 o'clock hour. We will get to the Golden State Warriors as they're in Philadelphia. They can clinch, clinch a winning road trip. What they win today against the Sixers. So we'll talk to Slater ahead of the trade deadline tomorrow. Conflicting reports whether or not the Warriors are going to move somebody. Is Wiggins going to get moved? Are they going to stand pat? We'll talk to Slater about that. But Super Bowl Sunday is coming. And I'm, I don't know about you, Shasky, but I'm a little... A little annoyed with all of them. Mahomes is great. Mahomes is great. I'm sick of time talking about how great he is. I want to talk about our team and what the Niners need to do and all that good stuff. But fun exercise for everybody out there. If we took away all the eligibles, right, for the 49ers, you took away Purdy, you took away McCaffrey, Debo, take away Trent. Take away the obvious guys who need to have a big game. Yeah, the premier, the premier fantasy football yep. players that you would be selecting. Absolutely. But Baldy said yesterday, Tig Brown, Jair Brown, he's a guy that's flying under the radar this week. 
It was very interesting to hear that from okay. him. He had 10 tackles in the NFC title game. He was laying out a couple passes, but there's no doubt he's a vital part of what's <laughs> going to happen on Sunday against Mahomes as a rookie safety. But who's the guy who's just got to have a big game that nobody's talking about? Who's that guy? And everybody can chime in on well, it. 888-957-9570. Who's that guy, if you took away the premium players, that's got to have a monster, monster day on Sunday? It, is this guy too high profile? And you, you tell me. Trey Greenlaw. Nah, he's right there. He's See, on the cusp. To me, when this team is humming, Dre Greenlaw is playing at his best. He's an enforcer. He's going sideline to sideline. He's wrapping up. He's in coverage. Maybe he's randomly blitzing. He's a force in the run game. To me, Dre Greenlaw, this team goes when he goes. When he's off the, off the field, we're a totally different team. Totally different team. When he is laying the wood... You're talking about one of the best defenses in the last decade. Right. And that's how different he is. Now, you can say, Joe, defensive line, defensive line, pass rush. Believe me, I understand how important all that is. I don't think Kelsey can be guarded by one individual. Yep. And I'm looking at someone like Dre Greenlaw as a guy who can at least strike some fear into someone. And when he whaps somebody near the sideline and suplexes them, we know that the, the intensity level of right. the 49ers on offense and defense yep. goes through the roof. Yep. I'm taking Dre Greenlaw. I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. One of my favorite Niners. Yeah, no, I like there's that pick a lot. I, I, I mean, I there's like that so a lot. many of them. I just don't yeah, just, yeah, there's so Joe many Horn. favorite Niners. So, uh, there's a lot of good names coming up on YouTube. Yeah, I want to hear them. Chase Young from Ian. Or Ian. Conrad Arenas with our O-line not named Williams. Not bad at that. That's, you know, I mean, with the, with the whole... Chris Jones' situation being what it is, and Baldy calling him a closer. Yeah. I'm very worried about him identifying the matchup, and then Baldy says he'll find the pigeon. Yep, he'll find the pigeon. I couldn't, I'd love some I, of these. I, I, I couldn't believe he said the pigeon. Uh, Dublin Marge, Avery Thomas needs to have a good game. <sighs> now, Avery Thomas apparently got the cast off his head. Uh, he did bang up his ankle a little bit in the NFC title game. He blamed some of the slippage of the cast mm-hmm. on on that play where Jamison Williams took the ball from him in the fourth quarter. Remember mm-hmm. that? Before Detroit failed on the fourth down. Every time is very interesting. You don't want him getting cooked, that's for sure. Well, I look at the secondary as a whole, and I just think this is a more favorable matchup than in the last few weeks. I think Green Bay's wide receiver core, we're going to look back at and go, oh, wow. Yeah. Green Bay's got some receivers. Mm-hmm. I think it might take a year for for right. you know everyone to kind of come to right. uh, come to that realization. Right. And then I look at what Detroit has. I mean, Amara St. Brown had a historic year. Yep. I mean, when you are up there next to Calvin Johnson yep. in team franchise records, whether uh-huh. it be touchdowns, yards, catches, uh-huh. targets, you, you're an elite, right. elite player. So I, I think that this matchup, I like Rice. Rice is an excellent player. But Valdez Scantling, we've seen him. Right. I mean, that was who Aaron Rodgers was throwing to right. with the game on the line right. in Lambeau. Yep. And I think he matches up well with Charvarius Ward. That's yep. a great matchup for him. Yep. Charvarius Ward, I've been watching all of his interviews. You want to talk about a guy who is just – I didn't realize his backstory – as my, like he's been now talking about his family and how his daughter is so important to him. Down and syndrome, man. It's just incredible. Incredible. And talk about how he went from undrafted free agent yep. to a guy who's now started multiple star, uh, Super Bowls for two different teams. He got plucked off the practice squad with the Dallas Cowboys. Bro, his story is something everyone can relate to. Yep. 
And I just, I look at Charvarius Ward, and I think that we've kind of undersold how good he's been for this team as a high-priced free agent. Wow, SF Flood, 25-42 with a sleeper. Give it to me. Charlie Warder blocking with juice. I like that. Then that's a sleeper. That's a sleeper. That's, that's going sleeper. deep. Uh, we got somebody here. Rude boy. Whoever's blocking Chris Jones is going to have to have a big game. Well, it's going to be a group effort, no doubt about that. Uh, I like the Javon Hargrave stuff going around here. Let's go to the lines. Yeah. In Noah San Jose. In Noah San Jose. I take away the premier players in this football game. Who needs to have a big game on Sunday? What's up, bro? Uh, I just want to say Javon Hargrave in the last seven games has one sack. We gave him the big money. He needs to show up. Oh, they're all pro guard. Joe Thune's out this game. He needs to stop the run, and he needs to get pressure up the middle. Yeah. I mean, with Eric Armstead battling the injury that he's yep. battling right now, I'm not mad at that Hargrave suggestion. He does need to step up. You know, when, when you pay somebody right. big money in free agency, yeah, the regular season is important. But a team like the Niners, can you make plays – when it really matters in yep. the playoffs. Yep. That's how it goes from being a good signing to a great signing. And you came over from Philadelphia. And we all expected you to bring over whatever you brought from Philadelphia last year to the 49ers. And he got off to a great start this season. Javon Hargrave, the first half of the season, was like, wow, this guy's worth every single dollar, every single penny that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan spent on him. Then he just went MIA. And I don't know if it had to do with the new rotations. I don't know if it had to do with Armstead being hurt. But, geez, Javon Hargrave has just not shown up here. And it's a guy who we interviewed in the offseason when he did sign the big money contract, got his $40 million guaranteed. I do think that he needs to have an impact on the game because Mahomes does like to step up in that pocket, whether it's the A or B gaps. Mm -hmm. That's right there. The interior of that offensive line, you have to dominate without duty, as uh, Indoor San Jose said. Mm -hmm. There's no excuse. No. There's really no excuse. No, there isn't. And, I mean, look, Ragnar was banged up heading into that game last week, and I barely saw our defensive line in the I, middle make any impact. I mean, David Montgomery had how many runs up the middle? A-gap getting to the second to third level? It was bad. Not five, not six, <laughs> it was really bad. It was really bad. Um, you know, before we get, continue to ask the you know the audience, and I want to hear their thoughts on. By the way, real quick, not to cut you off. I'm just looking at sacks from last postseason. Javon Hargrave one sack last postseason, nine tackles in three games. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Interesting. It's unacceptable. If I took, if I, if I said to you, Jake Moody has to have a big game, and it's not necessarily about field goals and things like right. that. One thing that bugs me is you have a monster foot. You should be kicking it into the back of the end zone every single right. time. And maybe I'm just a whack job and I obsess over these things. Some of his kickoffs have been almost unacceptable. His kickoffs almost go out of bounds. I don't know what's going on with Jake Moody. I really don't. That's a good call. No, I watch the kickoffs. Forget the field no, goals. I watch. You know what I do is I watch yeah. him warm up. Yeah. And then even at halftime, he was warming up. My boy Zuri next to me. Look at this guy. He's missing from 40 yards out it's, at halftime in a Detroit game. Now, he did make a big kick. He did. A couple big kicks, Green Bay and Detroit. But he has kickoffs, man. Just, ah. Uh, they're always bouncing into the end right? zone. That's got a powerful leg. Near the sidelines, too? And, Don't like and it. here's the thing I, I couple that with knowing our kick return unit is not the greatest. They always seem to give up a big well, run in a game. Kadarius Tony on special teams had one of the biggest players in the Super Bowl last year on the punt return. It's a great call. It's a you great know? call. So your return came, think about the Green Bay game. You get some points, and then boom, they flip the field by getting a big kickoff return. 
unacceptable. Special teams has got to be well, buttoned up this week. I mean, and one of the Super Bowl losses that the Niners endured, yeah, special teams was a big part of it. Kickoff return at the beginning of the second half. I mean, like Kobe Jones. That's one of those devastating type of plays. Yeah, you can't have that. No, you can't give Mahomes any extra anything. Seeing a lot of hard graves. Zucci man, what up, Zucci man? Four oh eight, five one zero. Greenlaw, Jawan Jennings. I'm seeing that. Jawan Jennings, quite, That's quite a super. Good call. I like that. Jawan Jennings has been an absolute monster for them in terms of like the physicality yep. and all that. He does come through with big time catches. He does. Let's go to Paul in Houston. That's a good call. I like the Jawan Paul, Jennings. I do too. Paul in Houston. Paul in Houston. Who's that one player who's flying under the radar? If we took all the premium players off the board, who's that one player who's got to step up? Yeah, I'm going to go way down the roster and go with Oren Burke. Wow. You look at the Johnny Dale, look at the all 22 from last week, all those big runs on the edge. Burks was in the wrong gap. I'm going deep, going to Oren no. Burke to stop the checkup. I think that's a really smart you, – you have a, a high football IQ because yep. I agree with you. B, what did I say about – you know, like last week I was very frustrated seeing like – we miss Al Shair. Now, no I understand doubt. you can't afford everyone. I get that. Shair was really good as a third linebacker. Uh, he was really good. He was solid. I didn't like him when he started. Uh, but as a third. As a third. In the base defense because Kansas City will try to get you in the base de- defense. And that's what Detroit did. They were able to get Oren Burks off and get the Niners out of their nickel defense. They ran right at Oren Burks at times. He just does not hold up well in the run game. And you got Isaiah Pacheco exactly. running the way he's running. And the Chiefs getting to the second level. Or Bucks, that's a good call. It really especially is. Especially in the base defense. Well, I think the one thing, if you look at the two playoff games, what worries me is these tosses to the edges for Pacheco. Quick pitches. Yeah, they've got to shore up their gap assignment. And they got to get off blocks. Like I know, oh my gosh, what is this? what is the scheme Wilkes is running? Guys got to get off of blocks. Right, no doubt. I, I like We could call it what it is. It's both things. Getting off of blocks and not allowing Pacheco to get to the second level or third level. And make, making sure in a game like this, when you have a week off and you don't practice as much or you don't yes. practice as hard, I do worry about the tackling in the Super Bowl. How can you sure up and wrap up these guys? You don't want to make six-yard pass plays and turn them into 10-yard pass plays. You, when you tackle right before, yeah. there was a couple times Detroit – they catch the ball two yards in front of the first down marker. They break a tackle, get the first down. You have to collision, wrap, drive the legs in this game. So tackling to me, that goes with Oren Burks. That goes with every Thomas on the edge. You have to be able to tackle these guys and make sure they don't get no explosives. Keep this offense in check. It's a very simple offense right now. Kansas City's running. No doubt. And you can't give him free yardage. <laughs> the guy's going to make free plays yep. on his own. Uh, you you referenced Tig Brown. I think that's a really good call. I, I would combine the two safeties. I don't think Deshaun Gibson's played his best ball the last few weeks. Uh, he's referenced how he was in right. retirement in 2022 and got a phone call yep. from John Lynch. He was going to coach Little League Baseball. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't well, believe yeah, that the was things wild. he was admitting. That was wild. And uh, when I watched... Effort level, we made a lot about Chase Young. I didn't think Gibson gave the greatest effort last week. No, he didn't. And that was really like disappointing because he's been a good niner. Uh, much better than I anticipated when they started him last year at the beginning yep. of the year. No, that was that was awful. That was awful. Um, I want to play this for Peter King. He, he was asked who had the most to gain by winning the Super Bowl. Very interesting answer for Peter okay. King on Willard and Dibbs yesterday. Brock Purdy. Imagine you're in your second year in the NFL. 
you're the 262nd pick in the draft, and you come in and you have a head-to-head matchup with far and away, easily, no doubt, the best quarterback in the game with a brilliant tactician in Andy Reid. And you do enough against a brilliant defensive tactician and a good, really good defense run by Steve Spagnolo. And you win that game. I mean, Brock Purdy is never buying a meal again for the rest of his life in any community in the northern coast of California. That is true. That is true. <laughs> yeah. He stole your line. Yeah, he did steal my line. Maybe he was listening. Brock Purdy eats for free. Maybe, maybe he was listening. Maybe he was listening. That was interesting. But if you took the premium players off the board, we know Purdy. It's a given. You got to play well. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, got a ball out. Kittle, got a ball out. Debo, you would think Debo needs to have an impact. What about Brendan Ayuk? He does seem to be flying under the radar a little. Because he may have the toughest challenge going up against Legereus Sneed. Yeah, but they're going to have to use him because they need to have a balanced attack. Like, we all agree. Like, they they can't just run the ball down Kansas City's throat and expect to win. They're going to have to throw the ball. Brandon Ayuk against Legereus Sneed or McDuffie in his football game. The physicality that those quarters play with and the physicality that Brandon Ayuk plays with. That is a big-time X factor for me. And Brendan Ayuk had his postseason moment finally yes. with the Ladybug catch. But three catches in that football game. Felt like he had more. Uh, you were at the Green Bay game. Maybe you have better perspective. Yep. Jair Brown versus Ayuk. How often was that a matchup? And how did Ayuk Oh, Jair look? Alexander. Jair Alexander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Uh, they moved him around. Ayuk and Jair Alexander didn't follow him. He didn't follow him. He didn't okay. follow him. But they had a lot of guys helping out on Brandon Ayuk. It was tough for him to get loose. Okay. Now, Purdy did miss him. I think Purdy was a little off. Yes. He wants to see it in the field as well because there was a couple of times Brandon Ayuk in the first half, wide open on the drag route. Purdy didn't pull the trigger. Gotcha. There was a couple of times where Ayuk was frustrated and you saw Shanahan high-fiving Ayuk on the sideline saying, I know, man, I know, you're open. We just got to get it to you. So, Purdy really wasn't seeing it well in that Green Bay game. Okay, for the so most it was part. not an indictment on IU Green. Like I thought that. he was okay. running the wide open a couple okay. times, but I was surprised that Joe Barry and the Green Bay Packers did just say Jair Alexander, especially when Debo got mm-hmm, hurt. Mm-hmm. Go shadow Brent, number 11, Brendan Ayuk. They didn't do that. This does feel like one of the better tests that they've gone up against since what, the Baltimore game in oh, terms yeah, of no secondary doubt. play? Yeah, this is probably the best secondary outside of the Baltimore game. Well, even Cleveland, too. Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland secondary I was going really I mean, That secondary is real. That number legit. 21 Ward is a baller. Yeah, Denzel Ward. He's they got Newsom to third. But the, the commonality in the Green Bay game and the Cleveland game was that Debo Samuel exited the game early. Yep. And I do think that that changes things on the back end of a defense because yep. you can key on Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, you can. You can. And look, Darnell Savage, that pick six. And, and, and the thing is, too, the middle of the field. Kansas City knows the Niners want to attack between the numbers. How do they take that away? Do they take away Purdy's first read? Do they jump his first read? Do they make him go through his progressions? Do they make him hold on to the ball long? That's why I think that NFC title game for Purdy was good for him. He didn't panic when the play got into three seconds, four seconds, five seconds. How many times did we see Jimmy? One, two, three. All right, let me just throw it away and throw it in the dirt. And the play is dead. It's like, dude, you're not going to improv? Purdy scrambling could be the difference on Sunday. Him scrambling and putting that on tape gives Kansas City something else to think about. I love that. I'm just, God, I'm so ready for this matchup. And I think that 
you know, if the Niners can execute, it's going to be it's going to be very difficult to put up 30 on right. this team. It's going to be very difficult. But they're capable. Like this is an offense of all the offenses I've seen in my adult life with the 49ers. They can explode in a quarter like a Golden State Warrior explosion during the middle yep. of their dynasty. That's how proficient they are and how uh, excellent they can be. Right. So, I mean, this defense this defense is excellent. I have tremendous respect for them. But I think the Niners can do things against them. I think them. they can run on them. I think they can move the ball on them. I think they'll be able to get yards. Buffalo was able to get yards. They didn't get any explosives, but they missed some explosives. They think did. about Stephon Diggs dropping passes. Think about Trent Sherfield dropping passes. There's opportunities to make plays. Will you make them? I do believe our offense will make them. They're going to have to score 30, Shasky. To hell with it. I think they have to score 30 minimum to be in this football game. I've got five plays that I want to see run in the first half. <laughs> Can we do that on the other side? Sure. Why not? I, I'm telling you, five plays I have to see from Kyle Shanahan, and I'll explain each one of them and in Jet the sweep. order of importance for me. Jet sweep? Screen pass? I'm, I'm not giving anything away. Halfback screen? Tight end screen? Deep shot? Wide receiver pass? You want some trickery? I want some trickery. You want to get cute? I love Kyle Shanahan's playbook, but there are times my brother was sitting next to me where I called every single play for like a a six drive in a row. We've watched him for seven years. That's what I'm saying. I mean, how much evolution? He's excellent. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You can see it coming. No doubt. All right, it is the Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Freeman Supply. They trust the name since 1922. Visit FreemanSuppliance.com today. What's coming up in the game? Brought to you by Flag and Anthem. Five plays. Shasky must see on Sunday. See ya. And I was worried. Now, back to the morning roast with Vontae and Shasky. All right. SF Sheriff's Office countdown to kickoff clock. Four days, eight hours, 57 minutes, 43 seconds, 42 seconds. And we're not in Vegas right now. We'll get out there on Saturday. It's starting to hit me like, and it will say, man, you got to pack soon. And once you start packing, you're like, oh, man, this is real. But it won't be real for me until the Warriors and Suns are over on Saturday. Because I'll be in Warriors mode. You guys will be flying out before me. And then after the Warriors game, I'm getting on that last flight out of SFO. It's Saturday night, about 1030. And then that's when it's going to hit. We're like, oh, boy, we got a Super Bowl. We're going to Super Bowl. I can't wait. We're covering the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> you know, B, I, I was, uh, Lucas Alexander was like, hey, can you send me some photos of you and Bonte in some Niner gear? And I was like, you know, 
I've got plenty of them, and I was going through my Google Photos, and they like file it. There's like an algorithm on Google right. Photos now, which I'm new to, where it like files pictures by face and what you're wearing and this and the other. And I got real nostalgic last night because I sent one picture from September of 2018. Now we had done preseason shows, but it was us doing a Periscope Live. Periscope Live in the old studio, and we're draped in Niner gear. And I was thinking, like, damn, dude, I was like a part time night weekend guy employee. You were working on another show. You had not hit television yet. And we were just two dudes who loved the Niners when they were coming off basically a six and ten season oh, with they Jimmy were terrible. Garoppolo. They were and- terrible. I mean, no one was in the Niner mode at that point. They were the clear-cut number three team in the market. The yep. Warriors and the Giants were at the top of the market, yep. and the Niners were at the bo- the yep. bottom of the barrel. And now, six years later, look where we are. Look where the team is, and I we owe it. I owe it to the Niners. Ernie Chavez, I still remember that. I remember the one episode of Chasky's Basement when I had the Daisy Dukes on. That's right. And Michelle, your wife, was like, what are you guys doing? And that was the first time Michelle didn't, she didn't realize what was going on. <laughs> and then she started looking at, like, the Facebook comments and Instagram. She goes, oh, wow, this is a pretty big deal. I don't know, <laughs> And she tried to act like, oh, yeah, I don't really care about what he does. He just yells. I'm like, oh, Michelle, you need to check this out. And she was hooked. So it's like, oh. Joe's had a really good couple years. Yeah, yeah, that's when it started. That's when it started. The Periscope Lives. Doing the Periscope when Adam Schefter broke the news that Jimmy Garoppolo teared his ACL. Oh and she asked, he's In looking the at me. Of the live Periscope. Eyes are watering. No one. Our season's over. We haven't even got to October. That's where the whole I want to go back to the playoffs thing came yeah. from. I want to go back to the playoffs. That Periscope? Who's from that Periscope? Wow, I don't remember that. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that? That is crazy. And... It was me having a meltdown. Ironically, that was the game in which the Niners got blown out by the Kansas City Chiefs and Arrowheads. They were up 35-7, blowing us out. I mean, it was nasty work. I'm so excited (laughs) for this game. So now we're going to Vegas. I'm so excited. And I don't even think, like, I was talking to Vanessa from Pete's Coffee, and I ran into her in the parking lot after after the show yesterday, and she's been to a couple Super Bowls. She goes, you've never been? She goes, oh, it's... The lights are just different. <laughs> There's always something flashing. You get the Usher halftime show, the paparazzi, the celebrities. Like, we've been to bowl games. You just went to the Pac 12 championship, been to Rose Bowls, Fiesta Bowls, finals, finals, World multiple series. finals, World Series. Yeah, Super Bowl. Didn't think that was going to happen. This is this is the big one. This is the big one. And unlike a lot of our counterparts who are showing up just for the week, you know, from around the country or whatever, like we're actually going to be right. able to go to the game. And it's not lost on me. Like, dude, we're just two dudes who literally grew up in this city loving the 49ers. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that we would be going to cover this team on behalf of you guys, the audience, and the fans. It's uh, We're really lucky. <laughs> so now are you ready to pivot? Yeah, let's pick. Are you ready? I want to hear the five plays. Shanahan, I'm a Niner. I, look, I, I know I'm going to be wearing media gear just to get into that stadium, but I'm a Niner fan. <laughs> and these are the five plays I have to see in the first half <laughs> from Kyle Shanahan. All right? Five plays I have to see in the first half to know whether Shanahan is in his bag or not. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Number five. five. Shotgun formation. First play of the game. Kittle's on the left side. We're in okay. shotgun. Debo comes sweeping across in motion. We left to right or right to left? He's going right to left. Kittle's on the left-hand side. Okay. Kittle's He's in the tight the end formation. 
Debo goes in motion. It's a fake handoff to CMC. Faking also to Debo. You're slipping with the play action. Misdirection as Kittle comes sweeping across the formation. And it's a little dump off to calm the nerves of Brock Purdy on the first play of the game. So, so is Kittle lined up on the line of scrimmage? Yes. And where's Ayuk at? Ayuk is on that left-hand side, too. We're okay, going to so bunch it over to that side. Okay, so I got and Purdy we're going to sweep on. everybody to the left. And Kittle comes so flying to the right. There's one more player. Is there another tight end on the field or is there another Juice. wide receiver? Juice. Juice is out there as well. So he's in the backfield. Yes. He's in the backfield to We're the left We're faking the handoff to CMC. Okay. We're faking the Debo jet sweep, which they know we want to get to. And we're sweeping Kittle across. Play action. Purdy turns his back to the defense. He rolls out. It's a little flip. It's a little flip pass to George Kittle. As George Kittle runs through a linebacker so, to set the tone and to get the ball the first play, Kittle, you want shotgun formation, double fake handoff, yes. fake handoff to McCaffrey, fake jet sweep to Debo, little dump off to George Kittle, over the middle of the field, you said? No, to the right, side, to the, the side, right because I Left want side. him going head first into a linebacker or a safety, setting the tone, and then you already know it, you can see Kittle going, uh-huh, as he flips the ball forward and starts to nod his head, and you know why? Because I watched Greg Roman try to do a seven-step drop and throw the ball 20 yards down the field at the beginning of the game against the Ravens years ago. Let your quarterback feel good about himself. Complete a couple passes, and let's get this thing All going. Right. That's play one. Play one. All right, play number two. All right, four. Number four. Number four. This is <laughs> the top five plays I have to see from Shanahan <laughs> in the first half to know whether he's in his bag or not. What worked in that Kansas City Super Bowl last time? The Depot Jet sweeps. Whether they're the little toss pot passes, the ones that you love, the Depot Jet sweep is undefeated, never lost. And it's because he sets tones. He's going to be going after Sneed, McDuffie, all of these corners. Oh, you think you could tackle? Have you tackled Depot in space? Depot Jet sweeps are mandatory. All right, that's play number four. Play number three. Number three. Sorry, I got to get through these. Jet sweep for Debo. All right. Play number two. Play number three here. All right, we get to like the third or fourth drive. Chris Jones is going to start moving around. Chris Jones is going to be trying to find that pigeon. And that's where we set him up. Everybody on the left trips. We're in shotgun. Trips left. Trips left. Shotgun, trips left. Kittle is standing upright. He's not in his normal right. down in the cross Two point on the stance, line. Got a three-point stance. He's going to chip Chris Jones like he's helping one of the weaker right tackles, as in our guy, right. you know, Colt McKivitz, and uh, not Colt McKivitz, um, whatever the right tackle's name is. The name is evading me right now for the Niners. Oh, Colt McKivitz. Yes. He's going to chip Chris Jones, and then he's going to slip out for that screen. You guys have seen this play. They yep. did it against Green Bay. They've done it over and over and over again. I love this play. It's another simple, easy way to get George Kittle the ball in space. Is it like the screen pass in Seattle on Thursday Night Football last year? Look at you. Look at you. I like it. That's number three. So number that's number two. three. So number I, it, two. So we got two plays left. And no you can no McCaffrey. <laughs> you just wait. Number two. You were there. I was there. And it was open. Philadelphia NFC Championship game. The Brandon Ayuk double move. You are going to have to throw the ball beyond the numbers, and you're going to have to stretch the field. And Brandon Ayuk is going to run the double move, except this time you're not blocking with Tyler Kraft. You are going to be able to get this playoff. It's going to be open. The double move to Brandon Ayuk over the top, past the numbers, beyond the numbers, over the You have to do it early in this game. You have to make so Kansas City drive. back off. Third or fourth drive if you want that play. 
the double move double to move, Brandon Ayuk. Dante, the play close that quarter. Purdy got hurt, Ayuk was open. It was wide open. It may have been the touchdown. You have to run that play. All right. It may have been the touchdown. The number one play that number I have one. to see. The number one play. And you guys all know it. I think it's the greatest formation in sports right now. Shotgun formation. On my left, I've got CMC. Okay. On my right, I've got Debo. Okay. Double option routes. <laughs> I am trying to get matched up against the weakest pigeon linebacker or safety on the planet. So whether want, it's the wheel route, route for CMC, okay. whether it's the Texas route, whatever it is. I think the greatest formation that the Niners have is CMC on the left, Debo Samuel on the right, and I'm creating space. And Juwan Jennings and Ayuk and, and Kittle are going to go flush downfield, okay. and we're going to open up all the underneath stuff. You know exactly what I'm talking about. They ran it to perfection over and over and over again against Philadelphia. Run that play until the other team is saying no moss. Go to St. Lakota. Candlestick Shasky, baby, let's go. Also, Chris M., I was thinking victory formation for play number five. This is first half. First half. This first half. This first half. If right, he we'll runs recap. any of these five plays in the first half, <laughs> I'll know he's in his bag. We'll recap these five plays on the other side. It's Warriors game day. Brought to you by Xfinity. Xfinity Tingy Network made for streaming live sports. What's coming up on the game? Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. 888-957-9570. Any of these plays intrigue you? What play do you want to see run in the first half? What is the play you got to see? That's all coming up here on the Morning Rust. All right, Dub Nation, it's Draymond Green. Tip-off is coming later today with the great Tim Roy. And then tune in to the Morning Rust tomorrow morning for the best Warriors coverage. Got that right, Draymond. Got that right. By the way, he may not play today. Why? got an injury he's dealing with. It's questionable. What What is the injury? How did I miss that? Yeah, I, hold on. Let me pull it up yeah. here. It swept through the timeline yesterday, uh, but Draymond is questionable. We'll have Anthony Slater on at the 9 o'clock hour discussing other state Warriors, what they may do ahead of the trade deadline, what they may not do. He's questionable due to right knee soreness, uh, right knee contusion, so a right knee bruise. Yeah. Contusion is just a fancier way of saying bruise. He's been dealing with during the strip. Andrew Wiggins is probable to return, so he may play. And it's a foot, not an ankle. It's a foot, not an ankle. Well, I know, I know, the ankle is, I guess, technically yep, a part of the foot. foot yeah, yeah. sprained foot. Sprained foot. Draymond questionable, but no Embiid. No Embiid. Gotta win this one. Well, Maxi's back now because I guess he back. Did. It was the other way around, right? right. Maxi didn't play, and Embiid did, but he got hurt. Maxi had a fifty-point game last week against Utah. They've lost a couple though. They've been blown out without Embiid. This so. is a weird NBA season. Like, I, I didn't think the Mavs would be this good, but now I'm looking at them and I'm like, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm kind of a believer. Kind of. We'll see what they do at the deadline. No, but I know, but you know, like. Scheduling wise, since everything's been Kyrie? weird. Yeah, I don't know. By the way, Kyrie was in Brooklyn, and obviously they blew out the Nets last yeah. night. And there was a course I fan. How come you couldn't play like this with us? And Kyrie looked at him and said, Blame your mayor. <laughs> Kyrie's just unbelievable. He's just on, it's just a matter of time with him, man. Oh, Kyrie says he's something else, man. He's a baller, though. He is balling. <clears throat> Pardon me as I try to save my voice here. This segment is sponsored by Go to State Lumber. <laughs> Serve in the Bay Area for three generations. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit GoToStateLumber.com. Get your 9570 gear, game gear right now. 
957 game gear at breakytcom slash 957. We got all sorts of cool 49ers apparel for you to wear this Sunday as well as some awesome gear repping the shows here at 957 game. Go to breakytcom slash 957 for your gear. So you had the five plays that you must see in the first half. First play, you had to fake handoff, double fake handoff to McCaffrey and Debo, which they leak out to George Kittle. They've run that play at the goal line, and they get in a lot. They get a lot of yards on that play. Yep. But I think the setup is: hey, they've seen this formation. They see Debo coming across. You, you see the fake CMC handoff, and then right. you got Kittle flying. You know, I call it going through the soup yep. at, at from Baldy, and he's coming through the formation, and it's just a little flip pass. Because yep. when I watch quarterbacks, I always think to myself, like. If I'm the offensive coordinator, don't I want my quarterback feeling good early in a game? The yeah. jitters are through the roof. You're amped up. You want to get a quick, safe throw a in? Safe, just a little flip pass to not see the ball hit the ground. I'm a yeah. big believer in that. I love I love just to get the run game going, okay. ease it in. But those first few throws, I am thinking about it. When Purdy hits that field and all those cameras are out there, he does get a little amped up. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to slant on yeah. his first pass. And throw it in hot and high. Right? And he get picked off, and it's like, oh, boy, because you're, you're here we go. Be, whatever you were amped up in the regular and the playoffs, like, crank it up times 50, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, Tom Brady said it was like a prize fight where the first round, the first quarter, yep. I would always feel out the opponent yep. because I was so amped. And this is Brady. This is Brady. I mean, his season starts in the Super Bowl. So your number two play was a jet sweep to Debo Samuel. Which, to I me, subscribe to that. was the most unstoppable play the last time they played Kansas City. I know not a lot is transferable from that former matchup, but they, they, that's a play that has set the tone for the Niners throughout the totality of Debo's career. Third play is you want to see a tight end screen to George Kittle. Trips left, tight end screen to George Kittle. The little play that we saw in Seattle. We're- Two seasons ago, the the fake screen to the left, and yes, then boom, yes. screen right over to the middle. Where he's chipping Chris Jones, and they think that he's double-teaming on the block, but then he leaks back out. Yep. So then you got that. You got the Brendan Ayuk double move. In any formation, hell, it could be 21 yeah. personnel, 11 personnel, whatever you want. Go to Brendan Ayuk with the double move, and then the final play that you want to see in the first half is the option routes with Debo and Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. Together. I think, one on the left, one on the right. Yeah, I think that's one of the coolest formations in sports. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see what Shanahan does here. Will we see some trick plays? Will we see some trickery? We know Andy Reid will pull pull some out of his hat. Oh, there'll be something. Will they do like the ring around the rosy and the... Uh, They're going to do something very creative. <laughs> in the huddle or... They will do something very creative. I was actually just reading a good story. Get the SFA drummer in just a second. Uh, Connor Latorno of the San Francisco Chronicle wrote a story about Andy Reid's days as head coach at SF State. Oh, the game. Where he went 6-22-1. But Andy Reid talked about that conference being so fun. Um... He was running five wide, and the quarterback that he had at the time, threw for, he was like the leading passer. Huh. And they had the leading offense in that conference. They would score like 45 a game. Problem was, they gave up 50 a game. <laughs> so it was a cool story if you want to read it about That's Andy really Reid cool. in his days at San Francisco State. Dirk Cutter was his offense coordinator. What? Yeah. Dirk Cutter. Wow. Really, really fascinating Remember story. Remember when people wanted Dirk Cutter as a head coach for the Niners? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my God! Certain people who think they know in and out wanted now dirt that's cutter. A name yeah, I've not heard in a long time. Former Arizona State coach, Jacksonville offense coordinator, did he coach Atlanta? Face it's dirt so cutter. Tampa head coach. Tampa head yes. coach. Did he coach Atlanta? Who did he, he coach? He two was teams, a coordinator right? at minimum with. Did Atlanta. he coach two teams? Um, that Joker got a job somewhere else. 
Where's where, where, let's just yeah, he's the OC for uh, Atlanta. Yeah, Athens, OC yeah, for Atlanta. Yeah. There you go, OC for Atlanta. Twice actually. Twice. Who else did he coach? Tampa. Who else? In uh, Jacksonville, you said. In Jacksonville, yeah. Wow. So he was down in Florida. He had something on the South. He had blackmail. He had something on somebody. Dirt cutter. Oh boy. Former SF State offensive coordinator yeah. in 1985. That's what I just mentioned, Fidoni. If you're listening to the show, I'm not was the OC for Andy Reid. Find that story right now in the Chronicle. Spadoni, everyone's got a little butcher in them. Well, I'm at least I'm back here. I'm not talking to him. I, yeah, no, I like how he just owned it too. You should listen to the show. I'm not. Most people yeah. make an excuse. Oh, I missed that or something like that. No, I'm just I'm not it, listening. It, full disclosure, if I'm not listening, I was like, yeah, you know, and I just changed the subject very subtly. Or go to a call. Or go to a call. Like I said, Paige over in Houston. There was a former host at 95.7 The Game. You could give a great soliloquy and be like, what do you think? 888-957-9570. No, we're going to go out to the calls here. John in Oakland. Uh, no, it wouldn't even go like that. It would be 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Same guy this show hates is brought to you by. This show is brought to you by such and such. It's like, damn, I'm trying to engage in the conversation. Anyway, SFB drummer in Houston. He's trying to engage with us here on the roast. What up, says, What up, baby? What plays you need to see? <laughs> what's up, what's up, Vontae? What's up, Shasky? Man, um, you know, I got offense and defense. I'm not going to be super technical, but I just want to see three of these things. I don't know how you left this out, Butcher Boy, but... I, I dare Chris Jones to line up on the outside because you know what I want to see? I want to see Trent Williams go in that motion and destroy Ooh. him. And then I also want to see I want to see Dre Greenlaw lay out Kelsey like he did Laporta. And then I need to see Fred Warner shooting the gap and knocking out Pacheco like he did Najee Harris in, in the first uh, Pittsburgh game. Let's go. I get, we winning this game 35-33. I'm calling Woo! it. I like that. I like that because I do believe we're going to need 30 to win this game. I do think 30 is the magic number. We haven't seen that Trent Williams coming across the formation as an eligible all year. No. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Well, I would I would hold it's off a, on showing that. It's a, dead, it's a dead giveaway, too. If he goes in motion, you know what's coming. Yeah, but that, it was a kill shot play a couple years I mean, ago. His highlight tape? Oh, my the God. The Trent Williams highlight tape? Incredible. Just mauling dudes That's, down the field? That song, too, I'm from Texas. Oh, yeah. Oh, is I, a sick I do song. love that song. That's what uh, I added it to my. Uh, Errol, big Boy, right? Yes. Errol Spitz came out to that song. I'm from Texas. It's a sick song. It is a sick song. And I don't song. love Texas no, at all. No. That's Errol Spitz song. came out to that. And I went to go Google and it was like, what is that song? It's the big boy. Yes. And the video, he's yes. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from, can you, can you I'm going to find it right now. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm from Texas. Forget Texas. Forget Texas. Big X the plug. <laughs> Texas. Oscar, yeah, Big X the plug. Uh, Oscar DP. I'm not going to read that text, but that is a pretty funny deal. Pretty funny deal. We were talking about like when guys are not listening. It happens all the time. Even like Chico. Hey, Chico, what's going on, man? Somebody feels a great, great rent. You leave something on the table for him. And you just be like, oh, 650 says. <laughs> Steiny special? <laughs> See, why are you going to do that? <laughs> how you got to do that? I'm so fired up for the Super Bowl. Oscar and EPA just kind of said that. It's starting to feel real. I like Sonny. I just met him out there. He's so much nicer in person, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's like such a dad. Like. <laughs> He did not like that. Oh my God. He did not like that. I mentioned it. I go, Stani, she thinks you're such a good dad. He goes, what does that mean? 
Steiny is younger than he looks. No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. Like, he acts younger than he looks. No, he Yeah. He acts younger. When I'm his age, I hope I look as good as Steiny. Yeah. And, and act the way Steiny does. I'm serious. Oh, boy. I'm dead serious you need on to that. Set the bar higher for yourself. Nobody in the history of civilization Bro, has ever said that. The guy, the guy's got a nice head of hair. He, he's walking around. He's golfing. He carries his clubs. Like when I'm that age, yeah, I want, I want to have, you know, I want to be able to do some of the things he does. That's which what I'm saying. Like other I, older guys do. Like I not, respect it, and I'm not be, trying to make it out like he's ancient. You don't want to be stidy, though. No, I don't want to be that bitter. <laughs> I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. I'll, enough, I'll have a little more. You want to be stidy. <laughs> I am the system of this show. Well, that That's man. who I want. You want to be. talk about being young for forever young? That is the man right there, Guru. All right, let's uh, read illegal and, and pivot here. Uh, you're listening to 957 The Game, KGMZ FM and AC1 San Francisco. The San Francisco Sheriff's Office countdown to kickoff clock says we are four days, eight hours. 29 minutes, 43, 42, 41, 40 seconds away from kickoff. And a big shout out to Pete's Coffee. Vanessa and everybody over there at Pete's Coffee. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 